0: What is it very specifically about Justin Timberlake that makes you want to never have children again? Like that's what I, <laughs> that's what I need to know. Mage Talk is brought to you by Mage Mojo. We know that you have a lot of options out there when it comes to Magento hosting, but we want you to give Mage Mojo a try. Not only do they have the fastest SLA at 15 minute response time in the entire industry, but they will also pay to get you back on your old host if you don't like it. We want to give you this special offer and you can get the code to get that special offer in the middle of the show. Thanks to Mage Mojo for their continued support of Mage Talk. MageTalk is brought to you by Vertex, the leader of tax technology solutions and services for corporations worldwide. They're a Magento premier partner trusted by over half of the Fortune 500. Vertex Cloud meets the sales and use tax needs for businesses of all sizes. Visit them online today at vertexsmb.com.
1: This podcast is brought to you by Commerce Hero, better way to find a Magento developer for your next project or full-time hire.
0: Welcome John Woodall to Mage Talk episode 162 Magento Community Podcast. I'm Philip.
1: And I don't know if this is a this real show or not. This is totally real. But my
0: name is Kalen. Hey, and we have uh, John Woodall from Space 48. Uh, he's changing his name to Space 48. So his, his full legal name will be Space 48, Space 48. Welcome to <laughs> We're here with Space,
1: Space 48 40. from Aww. Space 48. <laughs> yeah.
0: How's it go? Hey, is this your second or third time on the show? Oh, third. I think. I think it's a third. I think it is a third.
1: Yeah, this might be the first three timer. Is yeah. that
0: right? I think so. so. I think
1: I get a badge for that. Yeah, I mean, we're working on that. Yeah, we're working on a set of badges. There's a Magento Masters um,
0: forum badge for this one. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> um, cool.
1: a uh, ma- a mage talk master's badge. Yeah.
0: For those who don't yeah. know, John uh, John Woodall is the uh, MD. Are you the managing director, founder, co-founder? I am. Uh, All of the above at Space48, a UK uh, agency based in Manchester that uh, focuses Mm -hmm. on your Magento Enterprise partner, are you not? Yes, we are. And uh, also the progenitors of Mage Titans, uh, the Mm -hmm. prolific and uh, uh, oft cited as uh, the best Magento conferences that the community puts on uh, in the Magento space community space uh and also yep. one that i had the privilege of helping to keynote last year so thanks for having me thanks on
1: for that. coming over yeah i just wonder if it's going to be anywhere near as good as the magento live uk is the only is, <laughs> I, that's
0: i've heard that, that's the
1: only thing i wonder
0: well that doesn't exist anymore so it could only be better
1: right okay okay fair 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 well uh john we have uh, a lot a lot of interesting stuff to talk about, uh not least of which is your recent acquisition of Mean B, which we've talked about a little bit on the show mm-hmm. and uh so just and you know there's been a lot of acquisitions in the space, just generally we we talked a little bit about that in some previous episodes, so we thought it'd be neat to get you on and talk about what that was like and just sort of your thoughts in general on you know consolidation in in the space and uh you know. Um Just your thoughts on the whole the whole deal
2: yeah um well first of all uh the the opportunity with uh, the guys at Meanby. Uh, it's funny how that all came about, but it came about through uh, i suppose through Mage titans really so uh robertshaw uh, who's the m d at Meanby, he was um one of the first speakers uh the first year back in two thousand and fourteen so mm-hmm. we kind of struck up a relationship from that point and um the, the good thing about being involved in the community in such a way is it's given me a really good a really good view i think of of what that landscape looks like in terms of magento agencies certainly here in the uk and having rolled the event out uh internationally it's given me a view of what what's going on internationally as well um so instead going back to uh mean b we we sort of uh connected originally through mage titans stayed in contact with each other kept talking about you know what was going on and then from a a conversation uh, around about a year ago now um we we i think we just shared some views of what was changing in the space um as you mentioned the the agency landscape is quite fragmented uh, there's many agencies of um you know many agencies many agencies that we would consider perhaps to be micro agencies of a small size of maybe five to ten people, and then there's a few more that break through with ten to twenty people and as the numbers grow and grow there are obviously fewer agencies that really manage to break through some mm. significant um points in terms of headcount or revenue figures or services which they offer so um the conversation with Mean b seemed to develop uh, and um Really pleased to be working with those guys. Um, great, a great start to uh, the plans that we've got ahead for the uh, the coming months and and years.
1: Totally. Totally. Um, I mean, just just such an amazing team to be able to work with. Have um, done a ton of work um, in the community, and as far as talent goes, I mean, really kind of top of the stack, top of the heap. Um, well, I mean, right. they
0: just continue. Remember, remember the very first episode of Mage Talk, and we 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 spoke about another agency who were uh who were trying to do something similar and we called them the Voltron of Magento. you remember that? Yes, I do. Absolutely. Um, well, I I I can't help but think that the Voltron mantle is passed to Space 48 because yeah, are we if,
1: crowning a new Voltron? Yeah, we're
0: crowning a new Voltron <laughs> Did because that the, just happened. And and the reason the reason I say that is because you you already have Tony Brown, mm-hmm. who is ostensibly one of the most brilliant people in our industry. Is and a cool dude, yeah. He's a really cool guy. And, but he's, he's so talented. And, uh, you guys lead such a great team. You already have, uh, Raul. Is, is, is yeah. it who, right? So you brought Raul yeah. over, um, Diaz Watson, right? So he, yeah, uh, you know, sort of also, uh, well known and prolific, at least in the Twitter community. Uh, and so you're like assembling all these people and then you just bring over, it's like, well, let's bring over Mean B2. That's <laughs> why not? That's just, man, I, I can't. I think it says a lot about the team at Space 48 that it's a place where people want to be and uh, a place where people feel like they can win together. To uh, you know, for for two agencies that are well known to combine forces like that, that's that's impressive. Appreciate
2: that. No, it's um, it's it's really good. And you know, the guys at Mean B, um, you know, Tom's obviously been out there in the space, and uh, sort of the, the unsung hero as well would be Nick. Yeah. Um, Nick's a cool guy and he, he's super smart as you know Tom is as well so um and and the rest of the team the rest of the guys that have joined from there you know we're really lucky to be to be working with them um and uh really pleased with with how it's going um to date so
1: Yeah. It's uh, yeah. it's good. And uh now are are you guys thinking about potential future acquisitions as well? <laughs> um, or is that not? How can you t-
0: possibly <laughs> answer that, Kalen?
1: <Caitlin? laughs> you, you, one never knows. One has to ask because, uh, or or if that's not on the <laughs> table and uh <laughs> phil seems to think this is an inappropriate I question be, i should
2: probably be careful how i answer this one because i believe there's been some backlash on twitter recently so
1: uh, <laughs>
2: I, don't know, I, don't know who, I don't know who's in hot water here I can't, I can't make my mind yeah. up.
1: Just, so, there's, um, a, big, yeah, there's a
0: big uh announcement coming no i'm just kidding yeah. <laughs> Look, the, uh, something, uh, bi- something big is coming
2: so um uh, i didn't hear what that was but um so um so yeah there's there's um there's, there's, there are some more uh, mergers and acquisitions that we're looking at, not necessarily in the Magento space, um, but the goal that that we've got as a as a team and as a business is to create an e-commerce consultancy. So, yeah, you know, what goes into that, and and the reason why I, I think it's um, you know it's a it's a goal for us and the vision that we're trying to create is that when we meet and speak to customers, I think it's um, very powerful that we can come from a position of being seen as experts in Magento and that's our specialism and that's what we're well known for doing. But um, the customers, I believe, want a little bit more than that. So to try and house it all under one roof where you may be offering other services like conversion rate optimization or maybe mm-hmm. search or whatever it may be, other, other complementary services, analytics, let's say. Mm-hmm. Some of those services will naturally sit alongside what we already do. But then the other side of that is the customers also, if they're in the mindset of going out to get specialists, they're going to look for other businesses that offer something, uh, some th- that, that specific service they want. So um, we are also looking at complementary agencies that uh, will form a group of businesses that um, we believe will offer the retailers or the e-commerce people, the customers, a better service as a whole because we're almost creating our own our own little ecosystem of businesses that in theory should work together and we should have mechanisms in place to allow those businesses to to operate better together than than uh, perhaps they would uh, individually
0: I'll tell you why I don't think that's as surprising at all is because if you follow space 48 on social which you seem to be pretty active on on Twitter but I also realized recently that you you have an Instagram and some others like the 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 message you're starting to put out is way, broader in sort of e-commerce strategy, conversion rate optimization, you know, digital marketing, mm-hmm. and and sort of broader appeal to, which, you know, communicates to me a broadening of your services and your expertise that just doesn't live, you know, while you might deliver services on Magento, it's not only Magento focused. And I think that that always, to me, signals uh, maturity of the business in a professional services firm. And it's something that we, you know, that we, uh, at something digital have, you know, strive to, to work towards. So um, it, it's not easy, right? It's, it's not, you have to be really good at a lot of things all at one time. Yep. And, um, and then you got to be really good at talking about those things that you do. And so, yeah. Uh, yeah.
1: I mean, is that now, but is that to say that a, an agency that's more of a generalist is ultimately uh, stronger than, more of a specialist agency because I, I tend to sort of favor, um, as an example, if you, when you look at hosting companies, I tend to favor, uh, like a Magento specialist host versus, you know, one of these big hosting companies that, that, that hosts all sorts of different types of things. Or, uh, I mean, you could look at lots of different examples, but, um, like, like, what's your thought there? Do, ultimately our generalist agency is going to win out over specialist agencies.
2: I think it's it's cyclical, really, isn't it? So I think uh, the agency where the world goes through stages where we've been in a we've been in a, a period of the last five years, of specialists being that's the thing to do, mm. but it's not always been that way. So um, I think you still have to have a you know Magento's always going to be a very key part of what we do, but the complementary services that sit around that as our businesses matured, and also I think what the customer really wants and demands now. The customer is really demanding far more than just great Magento development, because mm-hmm. everything that we're doing has to be supported by, um, well, statistics, or it has to be supported from uh, data and analytics. It has to be supported in terms of experience, which has to be a little bit broader than just this is the best way to build it. It has to be, you know, it's mm-hmm. the retailers that what they're interested in. Well, ultimately, they uh, they live in a very reactive world, and you could build in theory. A, a great looking website or, uh, technically it's very well put together, but does that really translate into dollars or pound notes? Right. That's, that's where things are, uh, are really at with certainly the type of customers that we deal with. They're, they're very results orientated. They're very commercially driven. Um, so we have to, we have to have that breadth of knowledge to be able to supply good, um, you know Magento websites, but also the professional services uh, and strategy that sits alongside that.
1: Yeah. What? what um. And Phil, sorry, jumping if you got anything, but I, I was also you. You talked about kind of this category of micro agencies of the you know five or so people ish, and I, I I deal with you know some agencies kind of in that category what would be your advice to agencies of that size i mean if they don't happen to have a sweetheart acquisition deal lined up um and what would you be your advice to them in terms of like how do they grow to the next stage uh what 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 do they want to focus on to go from that stage to you know to that you know 10 15 20 person stage um what skill sets do they want to develop like is it all about sales at the end of the day like what, what would you say to those types of agencies?
2: Uh, that, that question's for me, right?
1: Yes, sir. Yeah.
2: yeah. Um, so um, it's a difficult one to answer because every situation is going to be the same, but it's going to be different as well. <laughs> so um, first of all, it really depends on the people that you've got around you in terms of what, you know, what does that five or 10 people actually look like? I think on, on the whole, if you've got a business, um, or more generally speaking, if you've got an agency that's maybe five to ten people and it's kind of been in and around that size for a period of time and it's not really grown or broken through a certain stage, it would suggest that perhaps there's consistent consistency or a couple of decent clients that they've managed to keep hold of, but they've never really managed to capitalize on that and grow. So that would suggest that say, the sales and mm-hmm. marketing is the the biggest challenging issue. Um, um that's a tricky one to solve i think i think that's a that that's a hard one to solve because to mm. to go out and get someone that's really good at sales is kind of like saying well i need to go and get someone who's going to be a bit of a champion for the business so where's their incentive to come and do that um in a smaller business where realistically the remuneration is going to be a lot lower than if someone's really good at sales then they're going to go somewhere else and earn a lot more money if they're genuinely good at the job so it's you know uh that's a difficult one to solve but ultimately it it would be about bringing in the right people that can do that if you've not got if you can't afford that or you can't find that person then ultimately it's going to come back to the original people that are in the business the positive part about it is that because you're only at sort of five to ten people revenues are realistically going to be they're not going to be that high the amount of money that you charge into your clients is probably going to be uh relative to the size of business that you've actually got so you can get out there and you can win you can win business now um, the main thing that i would say to anyone um who's uh, responsible for running that business would be to look at what networking events that they can attend mm-hmm. what's going what's going on in the local vicinity how can they especially if they've, if they've focused in on magento let's say why don't they go and speak to um, other local agencies that maybe don't offer Magento that maybe you've got a UX skill set or they're a marketing agency, for example. Um, I think that's an easy one. You go and speak to local marketing agencies and, you know, the majority of the time they're going to have a retail customer and how many Magento websites are out there that in some way need some TLC Right, and not yeah. getting that. So just by building those types of relationships, it's not, that's not too onerous to go and do it. And Especially if you're an agency speaking to another agency, albeit, let's say, the marketing agency might be a bit bigger with more customers. Mm-hmm. I think they're going to be, in the majority of cases, I found when we were smaller, it was easy to go and have those conversations because even the people that are in that business or running that business know what it's like to be five or ten people. So they're, they're more inclined to, to help you out. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so so that 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 would be the that would that be what I usually see with five to ten people, and the flip the flip of it is you've not got someone from an operational perspective who's really managing the growth, but sales is really the the sales is the, the the first thing that needs to be taken care of.
0: Yeah, for sure. Well, I I mean that's that's certainly part of it. My the thing that we realized at something digital is that our customers were filling those needs with other vendors. And coordination between seven, eight different groups of people is just genuinely hard right so when when you not that you know anyone like a specialist agency will always be able to go deeper, but most people don't need ultra deep in in certain things they just need to fill you know a void in in their arsenal so a good example of that would be digital marketing um you know most most of the sites we were building five years ago. Employed a you know another SEO firm and another paid search firm and you know some other uh you know branding agency and but but when you're trying to you know actually when you have a really uh, uh aggressive strategy with trying to you know forge a new business channel or a new path uh for digital commerce like to have seven different agencies all coordinating on the ongoing maintenance of the site where you have paid search that's informing site content and site content has to inform SEO of what's happening so they can organize their effort. Like having seven different companies all coordinate their efforts is tough. So we, we found that for the, yeah, as far as like the eighty twenty rule, we can cover 80% of the need uh, by just having, having a general skill set. Like we're not going to cover the 20% that have, need something extremely targeted. Mm-hmm. Right, um, so I don't know if that resonates yeah. with you, John, yeah. at all. That's that's sort of, yeah. Our customers are demanding yeah. it of us. They're asking it of us because they they're tired of dealing with five different. It's got to
2: be, you know, be, um, you, know the, you just have to think about a common the or the average the average retailer or e-commerce team that you come across. I don't know about yourself, but you know, it's usually just two, three people, maybe four people that the maximum mm-hmm. that have got. A heck of a lot of responsibility on them. Obviously, there's some that are off in the distance that are, you know, big businesses, which is very different. But on the whole, you know, they're relatively small teams. So for them to have, like you say, multiple relationships with multiple agencies can be can be a real challenge because it's just like managing more people. When in actual fact, they go into an agency because they don't have that uh, headspace to do the, the the management of service internally when they're going to be more focused on, let's say, just trading the website. And looking after um, uh, maybe some logistic issues or delivery or customer service, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. You know, their 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 time is usually um, uh, very valuable to them. Uh, that that's certainly what I see from the majority of e-commerce people that that we work with, anyway.
0: Nice.
1: Um, and then um, what do we got? What do we got coming up as far as uh, Titans uh, events here in uh, in two thousand
2: eighteen? Titans Events eighteen, um there is um Austin again, uh September time. Hey. Yeah, we'll be out
1: to see you. <laughs> I think Tom, I think Tom is gonna crash in my place. for right? Yeah, he said something about that. He might have said <laughs> some English expression that I thought meant he was gonna crash in my place, but uh Yeah. It's, <laughs>
0: He said he was going to give it the good old Cornish pasty (laughs) and and thought that that means he was going to come uh, hang out at you. Uh,
1: Sorry. So, Austin.
2: Austin, um, (laughs) Milan, uh, Valencia, Mexico. Uh, Let me just look at the website. <laughs> Netherlands, and, uh, yeah, I think that's it. So is I, Netherlands? Yeah, yeah, oh, Netherlands. I, I yeah, I'm not sure. I'm just gonna. I was gonna look at it and to see if there's a date that's been confirmed. As if I should know this, shouldn't? I? This is terrible.
1: This oh, is it's really all right. You, you've got a lot of uh, you've got a lot of things going on. <laughs> Nobody listens to this show, anyway. Cronigan <laughs> Kron-
2: is October. It looks like so. Um, wow, I probably said that wrong as well.
1: Oh yeah, I know what you're talking about, groaning. I don't know how to say it either, groan again. Yeah,
2: I don't know. I always say it wrong, and they always correct me. So, I apologize that I pronounced it wrong as well. <laughs> um, it's terrible. Yeah. So um, yeah, there's
0: there's um, yeah, that's also on brand for our show. I think you're just a co-host now. You've been on three times. You're mispronouncing co-host. things <laughs> like waiting for the honorary batch. co-host.
1: <laughs> so yeah, I. think... <laughs>
0: I wanted to ask uh what it's like to have Ooh. two Magento Masters Ooh. on staff now. That You've is got amazing. Tom Robert Shaw. Tom Tom is uh in in uh twenty eighteen, he's a new mentor, <clears throat> the master's mentor. You have uh Tony Brown was uh was a twenty seventeen Magento yeah. Master, right? Um you know, what are you trying to? You trying to edge into my space now? What's know. this all about?
2: I'm like, disappointed. I didn't get one. I mean, I came up with Mage Titans. It was just an idea, I know. But maybe I'm pushing my luck.
0: <laughs> no,
1: <laughs> you have to take. Uh, my understanding is that you have to take very specific boxes. Like, let's say that in theory, you happen to create a job marketplace dedicated to Magento. There's no. There's no t- boxes that can no, take for that. Uh, let's say that you create a whole movement. <laughs> of Magento conferences, <laughs> there's no box that ticks. If you didn't speak at the conference, if you didn't, I don't know. This is a very specific set of um, boxes.
2: If ne- well, when, Whenever I have to update my CV, not that I've done that in a long time. <laughs> not that it would go very well if I put out a CV, but I think I might, uh, I was I might say end, that. Uh, not very good at ticking boxes. <laughs> I might actually put that... <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, you've met, you've answer answer, 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 a very answer, yeah. powerful movement with their taking very few boxes uh so yeah, yeah.
2: I yeah surrounded myself by uh i knew i knew that they were going to be uh, future magento masters so uh yeah something enough mm. well, you know. some something that's
0: really important there though is i i think it 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 speaks to the people that you're surrounding yourself with, right? Like that's the key to leadership is uh, recognizing people who have potential and empowering them to you know, realize that potential. And I think that whether or not you realize it, like I really truly mean this, you not receiving a Magento Master Award uh, for whatever it is that you, you've done, which is a lot, um, is actually it should speak volumes that you've surrounded yeah. yourself with people who have like that to well, this, me actually this, this, says this a lot The saying
2: more. obviously is, is right. that, you know, you, you should um, aspire to make sure that you're not the smartest person in the room. So I've got absolutely no danger mm. of being the smartest <laughs> person in the room. It really is <laughs> when I'm in the room with a couple of guys yeah. there, So I'm, uh, I'm pretty safe on that front. I think I've, I think I've ticked that box. feels yeah.
1: yeah, Phil's, Phil's, Phil's very safe in that department as well, I would <laughs> say. <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's true. <laughs> I just surround myself with people like Kaylin that uh, naturally make me smarter than I am. <laughs> <At least>, uh, <laughs> That's a nice. Return. If you're gonna throw shade, nice Kaylin, you're, you're gonna get respect, some back. <laughs> respect,
1: respect it. I respect it. A little volley, um, you know. Well, very exciting. Uh, the the next item in the doc says, "Imagine question mark." So. <laughs>
2: Imagine, <laughs> yeah. I'm there. Are you
1: coming to imagine?
2: Yeah. Tickets booked. Flights booked. I think my flight flights got booked yesterday, actually. So I'm getting in on the Saturday. Saturday to I think I'm saying Saturday to Friday. So Yeah. Can't wait. Should be nice. good. I think we're going out for dinner. We're going out for dinner, aren't we? Anything interesting? <laughs> that was the, are, I think are we? the message the other day with Kalen, wasn't it? Uh, what? 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 Kalen.
1: How dare you oh, not invite well, me to dinner yeah. with I you? I thought you guys showing. were talking about a dinner that oh, I wasn't wow. invited to. I was like, I was like, like,
0: so I was so like cool. how
1: dare you? <laughs> uh, hey, guys, we're all going to dinner. Okay, that just happened. Yeah, um, yeah no, imagine. <laughs> oh, I like meet-
0: it. I like it. We're going to have 70,000 people you know show up to dinner now. That's crazy. crazy. That we that's, don't that's on do, you, bro. We
1: should have some kind of a mage <laughs> talk meetup. At imagine. Not like an official event. Like we're not gonna pay for anything. Like everybody pay for your own drinks. But <laughs> we, should just, <laughs> we should just have like a meetup, one of these, you know, just everybody hangs out and you know, talk talks about you know, uh,
0: stuff. <laughs> we're not gonna do anything for you. We're not gonna have a sponsor. We're not even gonna have yeah, like any kind out. of program. We're just gonna just all hang. be there. The
1: yeah. So
0: I I kind of like that. Well, uh, well, I mean, space 48, you know, uh, you guys probably have a bunch of team stuff planned around. Imagine, right. Are you, is there anything in particular you're looking forward to, to hitting up while you're Um, here in the States?
2: I'm trying to think when we, we not, to be honest, I've not really planned anything, uh, officially as of yet. Um, so I suppose over the next few weeks, we'll, we'll start to look what we're going to do. I know that we've got, we've got a little bit of time either side of imagine. So I'm sure we'll, uh, I'm sure we'll get some time to do some get some downtime to do some other stuff so um yeah um very good be good to know what everyone else is up to and yeah be good to uh just looking forward to getting away to be yeah honest. That'd be
1: good very good um now you guys have started uh kind of a new webinar series um is it called ask the masters
2: yes, um so that the first um the first uh, webinar was this afternoon. Oh, what? Uh, so, yeah, it went, it went this afternoon.
1: <laughs> I, enjoy, I enjoyed <laughs> Where it. enjoyed No you, was No, I was, um, <laughs> I, I was getting my, a, a, a prescription for glasses. I've never worn glasses in my life, um, but I'm just now, as Phil said, joining the old farts club and uh, got some. So I spent the day at Walmart. That's my excuse.
2: Um, Is this a cover-up? You really went to see someone about the <laughs> thing we were talking about before.
0: No, man. It, it was a, a planning session. secret man. dinner. I have an astigmatism. I uh, bought
1: thirty-nine-dollar frames. Happening. I didn't. I didn't. I didn't spring for the anti-glare. <laughs> um, that's what I. That's what happened. That's what I did.
0: Uh, I I had, it was in the pre-show, but I had the best joke ever about his, about his eye that I'm going to have to figure out how to work back in here. You can't do that. You can't recreate that. That was just too good. So I take, I I have to say, uh, I'm, I, I, I'm so, they say imitations, best form of flattery. These, uh, Q and a webinar things that, uh, keep popping up with, uh, people like TJ and yourself, uh, it, it, I'm so I'm so excited that people are doing things like this and and uh, something you know that we started last year. I don't feel threatened at he all, feels John, threatened. that you're he edging into my space. Certainly, yeah, certainly not threatened by that uh, by any by any. No, I'm just I'm kidding. So what what what's your you know tell me a little bit about because I wasn't on it. Uh, tell me a little bit about sort of the format and uh, you know the audience and that sort of thing.
2: Um. So the. The conversation uh, started between me and Brent uh, in the first instance, and we were just saying that wouldn't it be cool to show that there's two, you know, sort of Magento agencies from, uh, you know, different different areas that are looking to collaborate in some way. And um, mm. we we both see similar, similar things that are going on, yet we also see unique challenges within the territories where we're based. So um, the idea was to put, Space 48 and Magento together in, in terms mm. of, you know, trying to do this, uh, trying to do the webinar. They asked the Masters one and it just it just sort of rolled from there, really. Um, the moment that it got named as the Masters, I obviously got excluded from the process and I didn't find out anything at all about it. Um, so, uh, Sorry, yeah, that's me, that's me out of the picture and it's kind of down to uh, Brent and Tony and uh, Tom. In future, uh, Tom could make it today. But, yeah, today was... Um, Tony and Brent, and they just had um, a series of questions that people had asked questions in advance of the show. And then I I think they pretty much freestyled it. They just went through through things that were, you know, sort of burning questions that had had come forward or things that they felt that needed to be talked about. Um, The obvious stuff that's being talked about in the community, whether that's B2B or Commerce Cloud or... um, the, the, the new, new Magento starter edition, et cetera, you know, all those, um, all those things. And then there was people fielding questions on the show as well. So it seemed to, from, from what I've heard so far, um, it went, it went well. I heard some of it. I was, unfortunately I couldn't make it all because I, I had meetings on today myself, but um, yeah, it's the, the I think we've planned out uh, a few over the next few months and um, we're just going to roll with it and see how we get on and um yeah it's just a an interesting way of two agencies collaborating that sh- and showing that you know you um there's enough business for everyone you know for it to go around and we can we can work together on these things and i think it i think it shows um shows that we're both forward-thinking businesses basically
0: mage talk is brought to you by mage mojo a 360-degree customer support Magento hosting company. 360-degree customer support means every facet of your store is under support when you're at MageMojo. That's everything from the performance of your store to code-level support in the Magento core, and even patches will be applied by MageMojo on your behalf without your having to worry about a single thing. They have the fastest SLA in the entire Magento hosting realm, and they'll even give you money to switch back to your old host if you don't like them i want you to try them out today at magemojo.com that's m-a-g-e-m-o-j-o.com slash mage talk for a special offer Mage Talk is brought to you by Vertex. Vertex is a Magento Premier Partner, providing cloud and on-premise solutions that can be tailored to specific industries for every major line of tax, including sales and use, income, value added, and payroll. Vertex Cloud is the SaaS solution that automates sales and use tax, including calculation and returns. With multiple service levels and flexible pricing models, Vertex Cloud meets the sales and use tax needs for businesses of all sizes, from recognizable brands like Honda, Pepsi, and Verizon to small businesses the world over. Find out more today at vertexsmb.com and be sure to mention MageTalk to get 15 months for the price of 12. Once again, that's vertexsmb.com.
1: Mage Talk is brought to you by Commerce Hero. Have you ever had trouble finding a Magento developer, whether hiring in-house, looking for a freelancer, or trying to find an agency? We're solving exactly that problem by building a database of developers and agencies with rich profiles, including tags to indicate their specialties, projects they've worked on, endorsements from other developers, and ratings on work that's been completed. If you're interested in that, sign up for free at commercehero.io.
0: What, give me a little bit of a taste of what you see as sort of a regional challenge, or, or, or something that you'd have to overcome there, uh, you know, sort of regionally. That's something I've talked a lot about um, on our uh, podcast called Merchant to Merchant. Um, talked a lot about this, especially in, in Southeast United States, and Florida. There's, you know, we're the only Magento enterprise agency in Florida at the moment. Um, it, it, we, but yet. Uh, as big as uh, of a commerce market as Florida is, we you know we still find regional challenges in, in uh, you know f- supporting you know our putting a permanent effort here. So I uh, I think that's really interesting to think about. So what what do you have going on in Manchester that you know you see as a regional challenge for you?
2: Um, and you mean by regional, you mean as an agency? What challenges do we yes. face? Yeah, sure. Yeah. Um, so recruitment and people. Um, Mm. you know retention and attracting the best people to your business finding people that um are are, you know good at what they do and you know perceived to be you know some of the brightest people but then making sure that there's a cultural fit with the business as well I think that's um that's a challenge without a doubt especially where businesses are business is growing and is going through change itself um in terms of the uh, the the Magento space in the UK and its maturity i think there's been there's been uh, certainly something that we've seen there's been a lull in terms of sort of new new Magento customers um, and i believe that's shared across other some of the other larger Magento agencies um, where taking on um, people that are you know perhaps coming from another platform over to Magento I've not seen that happening as much in the past, let's say, eighteen months. Um, but then the the flip side of that, now that Magento two is, you know, um, I, th- I guess the confidence is is starting to come back, and the maturity, the you know, more maturity is coming <laughs> coming. Then the market itself, the the retailers are starting to that are on Magento one are really looking to make this move from um, the migration from Magento one. To Magento 2. so that's going to mean there's going to be um, uh, more more opportunities, and we're starting to see that in terms of lead generation and uh, our pipeline being significantly well, it's significantly grown over the course of the last twelve months, uh, and a lot of it is actually focused towards people that are on Magento one moving to Magento two, um, mm. and then obviously we've got to sort of um, you know make sure that we can resource that as well and make sure that we've got the right people. So I think they're the two, they're the two key challenges is obviously balancing, having the right resource with the right kind of customers. And, uh, you know, solving, solving that uh, puzzle is uh, easier said than done. I don't necessarily think there's a (laughs) definitive answer
0: to it. Do you have a, a, an understanding of like uh, what B2B is going to do for your business? And like, uh, having B two B capabilities in the platform, will th- whether that brings in a, a new sort of client in Manchester that you wouldn't have otherwise been able to engage, um, or is that not a challenge for you at all?
2: Not really. B two B has not been a huge part of what we've been doing. We're probably only uh, a couple of. Well, uh, we're probably onto a second, a second what I would class as real B two B project now. Um. Mm so i think what what it you know what what it offers uh the b2b functionality it certainly matches up with the current project that we're on okay. um it, i think it's good that Magento are, are making are making those moves and they've made that commitment to it i think it's based on this existing pro, or the the project that we've that we've got it, still, still got a little bit of a way to go. Again, I think it probably needs to mature, and I'm sure with the investment that we're seeing in the platform and the commitment and the way that the, I think it's, I think I'm not sure it's talked about enough actually or really recognised. There's all these community and contribution days that are happening. Just how much the mm. community is really rallying to make sure that Magento Magento is successful. Um, I noticed a, uh, an article. Um, an article from Magento themselves that was saying, you know, just uh, sort of recognizing that there obviously is there's that, that contribution from the community, and we are sort of rallying behind it. But I think I think that should be talked a lot about a little bit more because Magento really is as strong as, strong as the ecosystem itself.
0: It's it's something like TJ Gamble uh, on uh, his e-commerceaholic, you know, Friday live show was talking about, which is, uh, you know, he historically being a Magento agency meant you were very B2C focused. Uh, but, you know, he lives in Alabama, uh, which is an area of the United States. There's not a tremendous amount of digital commerce happening in the B2C space. Um, and uh, even, you know, directly around him, the next major metro cities are, you know, likely Atlanta, where there's a lot of partners and a lot of competition for that that business based in Atlanta. But, um, so for him... You know, B two B represents a, a brand new uh, type of a client that would you know solve a bunch of regional challenges for him uh, because there's it's a very manufacturing heavy uh, you know region. Um, so it's something that's been top of mind for me, and I know Magento is kind of barking on it a lot about you know partners coming up to speed there, and it uh, just been asking people that question because it's just you know I think it's sort of fascinating, and especially some of us who have been old timers in the Magento realm like we're we've been trained on how to deliver b2c for so long uh you know i'm it, it starts to make me wonder uh if we're going to start to see more niche players in the in the b2b realm uh pop up you know people that we hadn't seen otherwise or who were proficient on other platforms who will make themselves known as they come over to Magento
2: Ooh. i think there's, there's i can i can think of um uh an agency but well, there's the guys out in uh, the offices are based in uh, just outside Dublin or in Dublin, I think called Monsoon. I think that's been that one of their plays. They're really focused around the, the B2B space. Mm. Um, uh, also, I think it's interesting um, the B2B opportunities or the customer that we've taken on that is in that space. They've got a really different feel to them than what, than what we're used to in terms of a B2C type business.
1: And,
2: mm. um, the, the project itself is, um, you know, we're going through some of the stuff that we're talking about is, is much more than just technology or much more than an e-commerce platform. What we're really talking about is change management in business because the business systems that we're looking to introduce or the new business system we're looking to introduce, which is an e-commerce platform, Magento, is going to change the way that that business works and it's going to change people's jobs and um that's something that's completely outside of my comfort zone you know in terms of i'm used to change management (laughs) in my own business but going into another organization and thinking about this is going to (coughs) fundamentally excuse me fundamentally change um maybe an account management team or it's going to change a salesperson's job or it's going to have an impact in finance or other areas of the business that you know i'm not i'm not really qualified to to talk about stuff like that but um I can only really comment on it from a business owner's perspective. And I think we will probably start to see that, um, you know, especially the guys that are really making a play in the B2B space, you'll see them buddying up with um, consultants that are specialists in change management
0: and delivering. Speaking of change management, (laughs) (laughs) what? Where's the story? Yeah, you you had this whole Twitter thread about uh, about uh, fixed, oh, fixed project bid billing. I figured maybe a fixed bid price. I figured you might want to be firing some of those guns at John, who has a very successful oh, agency. No. And you might have some <laughs> thoughts about. <Are> you, do <laughs> you do
1: a lot of fixed bid estimates? Do you guys or, or do you guys do more? Uh, yeah, the, the, there is.
2: Um, yeah, there's 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 a, a good part of what we do that. You know, if I could, if I could get away with some of the things that you're suggesting, <laughs> uh, start the clock, and you know it is what it is, then cool, let's just do that. Um, but no, I think um, um, it very much depends on your relationship with the customer. But
1: mm-hmm.
2: I honestly can't think of the last uh, the last proposal or R- sorry, the last RFP that came through that said, you know, provide me with an open
1: ended quote, please. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. No, I mean, hey, I, I mean, it's...
0: <laughs> it's almost like Kalen lives in his own little world that isn't informed by the rest of actual yeah. reality. No, I mean, no, I, I my know. my
1: thing is if you're doing it and it's working well, then then that's more power to you, you know. Um, but when it doesn't... Oh, for sure. When it doesn't work out so well is, you know, I I think <laughs> it becomes problematic. <laughs>
0: So when it works, it's good. And when it's bad, yeah. it doesn't. I Fake mean, news, it's not, sad. That's good.
2: <laughs> it's not working, you've got the wrong relationship with the wrong customer. Um, mm. Or they don't really appreciate or respect what it is that you're doing for them. Because um, if you're doing a project and there's change... Yeah. There's a change, then they've got to accept that that's the case. Or if they're not being, and this could just comes back to the relationship with the customer, I think. So if you're in a position where you're taking whatever job you can get, then you're going to end up in a tricky position. Mm -hmm. But if you're in a fortunate enough position, or in you're in a position where you're prepared to set out your stall and say these are the type of customers that I will work with, and you're also prepared to tell a prospect that uh, I don't think the relationship will work, then that that's really where you need to be to make sure that the, the relationship m- matches up and there's a fit between the two businesses. Cause then the conversation around money should be much more straightforward. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I mean, it it seems like, you know, things are going to change. And, um, I mean, my thing is just that I don't think it's possible to estimate software timelines just fundamentally. Um, Mm -hmm. and and you look at all the best software developing companies in the world, Google, Apple, Amazon, none of them know how to estimate, you know, development timelines. So uh, to the extent that I, and this is just my own spiel, like I, I'm not even sure why we're talking about this now, but uh, to, <laughs> to the extent that you're doing something new, I think it's just fundamentally not possible to estimate how long it'll take to build the software. Um,
0: so I think someone would have to ask the question, John, I'm, I'm I'm curious what your thoughts are. Is there a difference between software development and platform you know, professional services, (coughs) platform-based professional services. Well, if
2: you're, you're, I think the, well, the example that we're working with here, you know, if you're, if you are a specialist in a chosen area, so if you're a Magento agency, and if you're the customer and you go along to the agency, you're kind of going to, you're going to hope that they've got some kind of a gauge of roughly what it's going to take in terms of effort. And if I was the customer, I wouldn't, I wouldn't necessarily hold someone to something if I could see that they had challenges. But in terms of their competence and them demonstrating to me their experience, I would expect that they'd be able to um, give me a gauge of roughly what effort it was going to take. And I would assume that based on, because it's platform specific, well, I've done X amount of other projects that look like something like what you're asking for. And I know that that Mm -hmm. roughly took X amount in terms of elapsed time and uh, that roughly equates to X amount of days, which equates to around about, and you don't have to give a, maybe you don't have to give a definitive number. You don't have to say it's going to be X amount. If you, if you build the right relationship and you kind of say to the customer, well, look, it's going to be somewhere between here and here, you know, are you, you okay with that? If we do it in less time, I'll charge you less, but if it looks like it's going to run over, I'll give you a shout and let you know that it's going to be maybe a bit more. And that comes down to the relationship side of things and you know, how, how effectively can you, you build those relationships with the right customers.
0: I I do think that this is important to talk about though, because it's, it's an area that I I know, Kaylin, you've brought up a few times, at least out on, on Twitter and you have, you know, arguably one of the most successful um, Magento specialist, you know, agencies, uh, managing director sitting here <laughs> so I just thought he'd pick his brain Trying you know I, I, fight with John that's, know, for not, me, that's I, not
1: very nice of you I would
0: I mean fight is a strong word um, no I, I, I feel like it's important for us to talk about these things in our communities because I do think there's definitely an otherness that that forms around the who who does TNM only agile yeah. only and who doesn't and whether who's better than whom in that regard and I would say for the for the agencies that at least we compete against in the United States that follow that strict model, A, they're in the minority. And B, uh, they don't win any more than we do. It's it's not and they don't, they don't they're not producing they're not the only ones producing high quality work, right? So to say that one model is better than the other, I think is is a little it would be a, a difficult conversation to have. It's more about uh what fits the customer's expectations and needs, you know, more closely to what they're what they're what they need as a customer. Like what what do they what mm-hmm. are they expecting yeah. as a customer? And I've I've definitely gone into uh, and yeah, I'm I'm sure that I think this is what John just said, but correct me if I'm wrong. I I've gone into relationships with clients who budget is the least thing that like they're, mm-hmm. they're least concerned with budget. That is the that is the last thing that they're worried about. What they're mm-hmm. worried about is timeline. So, whatever it takes, like, and that is a a really hard conversation because sometimes we can't accommodate the timeline. I would almost rather talk about how expensive the project is. (laughs) Money is an easier conversation, right? Yeah, I I agree with that. No, no, no. I don't know um, if that
2: resonates with you, John. I think that's uh, right on the money. I do. It's, um, yeah, it makes perfect sense. And, you know, um, and as you've said as well, you know, different customers have got different expectations. I think I'd agree that timelines, Timeline's definitely up there as number one. and Then price probably comes in number two. Um, and they've just got an expectation mm-hmm. that it's gonna it's gonna work the way that they explain it to you. So that that's different again. You know, managing expectations and making sure you you've you, you've got good levels of communication and you you're effectively connect, collecting requirements from the customer, but also in a position where you can. Um. Give them the best possible advice to achieve achieve what what it is that they're trying to do, which might not actually always be what they actually say to you. <laughs> <laughs> but but that, that's where you, you have to be turned into a psychologist and going, you're not really saying that to me. What you really mean is you want you know you want you want it to do this. So um, so yeah, but I I agree with what you're saying. And yeah, there's not there's not a one size fits all. I think you have to dealing with different customers, you do have to be able to adapt and change and to work with just I think work with just one model mm-hmm. is 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 kind of a, a little bit short sighted. I'd understand why you do it because you might think that, oh hey, we sure. can scale more because this is the way that we do things. But you know, you you do I think you do have to put the customer, you know, um it's I think it's look I always think about looking after our people first. So by that I mean space forty eight. But in terms of looking after those people, I've got to look after the customer. I've got to make sure that we're doing a good job for the customer, and then everything else, everything else sort of follows follows after that.
1: Yeah, and I mean, I, I just, uh, you know, I, I don't mm. presume to like tell tell either of you. I mean, you guys are much more successful in 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 this realm than I have ever will ever be. So I, I don't presume to, you know, give.
0: <laughs> John's yeah. much more successful than I'll ever be in anything. Uh, so let's, I, let's I, just I get don't that know why. straight. Yes,
1: had to in, inject this in, but a <laughs> it's true.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but it's important. I I want us to not. I, I want us to have conversations like this because I think it's important in our in our realm, in our world to have shared experience, right? And I, I know a lot of systems integrators listen to the show or people that work for SIs, and they probably have yeah. similar experience in this realm. And I, I I do want to broach those topics. I know they're tough to talk about, but they're worth talking about. Yeah.
1: I mean, my theory and John sort of, you said this a little bit between the lines is that even when you do have a quote fixed bid estimate at the end of the day, it's, it's, it's subject to interpretation. And if you have a good relationship with the client and you're doing a good job of that psychologist role of sort of reading between the lines and seeing what they want, then you can end up delivering something that they're happy with whether or not that fits a strict definition of what the spec laid out in the scope who knows like there could always be like a bad client that could interpret that scope much more aggressively and say you know you didn't do you didn't do nearly enough um and it seems to me that's where it really comes down to picking your clients right i still think that it, you know the idea of estimating software to a spec is just fundamentally not possible. I think that you can have you know something as a general roadmap and have a good relationship with a with a talented agency on one end and a reasonable smart client on the other end, and things can work out. And of course, people have to say, "Hey, what are, what are we paying for this? Like, what, like give us a number." Um, but I but the idea that there's a strict uh, ability to estimate software, I just don't think is is that may be a little bit of a technical kind of interpretation of it, but that's just my, I,
2: I, I've got, um, I've got something I use. as a slightly different way of sort of summarizing that project or relationship. And I, I look at it and think, well, this project and relate project and relationship and the way that it's working or the project probably more so can be mm. fast, effective or fair, but it can only be two of the three. mmm so it could be fast and effective, but it's not going to be fair, and it's either not going to be fair on me or it's not going to be fair on the customer because you're asking me to be fast and effective. If you flip that around and say, okay, well, I can be, an eff- I can be effective and fair, so I'm going to do exactly what you want. I'd be really fair, mm-hmm. but I can't be fast. So it just doesn't all, you know... There's, a, there's only two of the three is what I'm trying to say. So when I'm talking to some customers, sometimes I might say that. I say, look, this is the way that this is working, but it can only be two or three. Yeah, yeah, that makes it's sense. It's not possible to have all three. Uh-huh.
0: I, we've, we've had, uh, not to participate in this conversation as part of the interview, but just, just share the same experience. We've, we've not said it quite so eloquently and Take I, I kind of like that. I'm going to steal it, John. But I, I do think, yeah, there's definitely an iron triangle to that. But I I would also say that we've, we've had to call time out in the past in professional services to say like, just, just so you know, it is in your best interest that we stay in business and make money. Right. I know that you want to get everything you can, but it is in your best interest that we don't go out Mm -hmm. of business by giving away work for free. Right. Like we should stick around for the long haul. You want to be able to call us and make sure our lights stay on. Right. Mm -hmm. So, so we all have to win. Here and I think that's, yep. that speaks to the fairness piece, which is where we we all at the end of the day need a win. You need a great site that performs, that's on the platform that you chose, that hits all the marks that you're trying to hit, and we need to build it for you. Um, and yeah, I and 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 that's when we build a site that a customer is happy with. Like we love that because then we can we we can be we can tout that. Right. It is, it's a piece of our marketing. It's, it's, it's a point of pride. We go out and win awards with it. We speak about it at conferences. Like we mm. want to be proud of the work yeah. we do too.
1: Yeah. I um, mean, I think you guys both do a, a, an amazing job of, it seems like it comes down to really managing that client relationship well and communicating well. And, you know, I think that's something you guys really excel at. And,
0: uh, I mean, I don't do anything actually. I, I, uh, I just <laughs> speak at events and I podcast. podcast. But John, on the other hand, has probably the hardest job of of anybody, which is when, when the buck stops with you, John, I mean, like you're, you're the one that's, you, you you take the brunt of, of uh, all of it. Like you're the fixer, right? You you speak on, you're the last word in the company and um, I, that can't be Yeah. Well,
2: if, if, if something, if something comes to me, then there's usually not, usually not anywhere else I can go with it. Um, I can, I can answer a question (laughs) with a question if I'm trying to be creative and buy myself a little bit of time. Um, yeah. Um, yeah, that's, uh, that's why I've, you know, I've chosen to do that, obviously. Um, it's the responsibility that responsibility that you feel that comes with it. I I think that's one of the things that that I certainly, I do spend time uh, thinking about, you know, decisions that I choose to make, uh, have, uh, big impact or have an impact on not only not only obviously myself but all the business but i, I do think that on an individual level like how the decisions i make how are they going to impact other people at space 48 and it doesn't stop there because there's obviously um you know all those people at space 48 have got um partners wives husbands etc girlfriends boyfriends and it's the impact that you can have on those people and their families as well so that's just by you know anything that anything that I choose to make. So, but I I, I do enjoy I do enjoy doing what I do. Um, I like the responsibility and I do like the the, the challenge that comes with it. So um, I'm, I'm all right with uh, I'm all right with someone coming to me with uh, a question that I don't know the answer to. <laughs> I'm I'm, lo- I'm lucky at the same time as we said earlier that I've got some really good people around me, um, and I've made a point of getting um, the the best possible team that I can.
0: So to shift gears just a little bit, because I, I want to be respectful of your time. I know it's late over there. So what what is what, what does 2018 look like for you? I know that you're very invested in the, the Titans events. You're definitely doing a whole lot of those. Um, you know, are you, are, are you investing in other Magento events? Uh, uh, like in the EU, are you participating in like, Magento Live? Um, we're gonna, what's, what's, definitely
2: going to go out to Barcelona. Like? Um, Yeah, I think think the tickets are already booked for that, so Mm. I'll be out there, certainly. Um, I've not really looked at um, my events calendar that much, to be honest with you. Um, My focus, personally, this year has been, uh, we've we've moved our offices um, just only last year into Manchester, uh, a new new, new office that we've moved to. Um, Mm. The focus for me is continuing the organic growth of the business. We're obviously, uh, I think we're, we're about ninety days or there thereabouts into the integration with Meanby. Uh, so the guys that are based down in Bath, which isn't that far from us, it's probably only about four hours or so in terms of travelling time. But you know, making sure that um, I take time out to to see the guys down there. Um, there's other mergers and acquisitions that we're looking at, so that's that's keeping me busy. Um, uh, that's one of my my key projects. And then, obviously, just spending time with people in the business that uh, I work with more closely to to uh, to continue keeping or to continue to keep Space Forty Eight going in the right direction.
0: Yeah, for sure. And not to not to belittle it at all. uh, There is another agency who's uh, picked up the mantle for UK-based events. Uh, so J JH or JH, as you might say, is also putting on Meet Magento UK, which was uh, recently just announced. I think it's um, uh, and uh, I think it's
2: good that I think it's good that someone picked are... that up. Um, you know, obviously, uh, last year was the um, well, it was announced that there, there wouldn't be a Magento Live UK. So I think if there'd not been uh, a Meet Magento mm-hmm. uh, UK event that JH have taken on then I think that would have been a bit of a shame really. And I think as an event that, uh, that should do well, especially based in, you know, based in London, uh, hopefully they can carry on the, um, Mm -hmm. you know, keep keeping that sort of tradition running of having, um, that type of an event here in the UK. Um, we've obviously got mage Titans that we do, which I think, I think fits in a different space. So I don't, I don't really see a, a conflict between the two. Um, so, um, no good luck to
0: him. Yeah, no. And like you said, it's, it's such a such a huge community, especially in, uh, in so much commerce that's all happening in the you know in the UK. Uh, you know, I have to I have to think to myself like there's uh, you know there's, there's I've said this now like thirty one episodes in a row, but the pie is growing bigger for everybody, um, and that's uh, you know to foster the community. In the UK, it's going to take more than one event, and certainly more than one just magento focused event happening in Barcelona, right? Which is, you know, I don't know, three, four countries and a couple of oceans yeah. away, yeah, a couple large bodies Nothing's of water. Um, well, awesome. Anything, I think uh, that's left? about Caitlin? it. Um, you want to
1: Barcelona time? sounds amazing. I, <laughs> I, uh, maybe next, we're, you know, we're still settling in out here, but, uh, I really want to start getting out to some of those European events ASAP. Um, but no, it was great to have you on, John. Any last anything we missed? Any uh any last things you need to plug? Are we all fully plugged? Um,
2: no, no. Um thanks for having me on. Um looking forward to seeing Phil uh as the MC uh at Imagine. I'm uh, I'm loving the little videos of you circulating. Um intrigued to see what you're gonna do. Yeah, I'm <laughs> thinking maybe you're gonna do something like Rebecca Broxon and get something, um, get some hair dye going on, maybe. Good luck with that one. Um, <laughs> good luck with the operation. Um, what's I supposed to say that? Oh.
0: <laughs> no, no. Now it's got to be in the cold open. That's funny. So, uh, that's so funny. I hope it's not actually in the cold open because that would be so weird and cryptic. And I, I kind of... That work Well, thank you so much, John Woodall, Space48. And if you're looking for a um, Magento agency in, uh, in the UK, uh, give those guys a call. They know what they're doing. Um, I appreciate it. Thanks, John, for joining us. And as always, we want you to participate in the conversation. Get over on magetalk.com. Also join our Facebook community. Uh, easiest way to do that, go to magetalk.com, hit us up at the top link uh, there. We're also on Twitter. We're going to be pretty much everywhere this year. Uh, we're going to be apparently doing a big meetup at Imagine that Kalen's just organized on the fly in this episode. Yeah, I'm that's We're not buying anything for Come you, but down. we'll be there. It'll be fun. Hey, buy yeah, your own actually, drinks. Actually, you know what? Let's just call right. it the Hey, Buy Your Own Drinks meetup. I kind of like... Let's do that. That's what that's it's called. That's what we're calling it.
1: Uh, <laughs> While you're at it, give us a five star on iTunes. Dang it. And uh, you have yourself right, an peace. amazing
0: week. Thanks, John. Bye. Peace.